0: Welcome everybody to another great installment of Calvary Christian Center. We pray that today's message encourages you and inspires you like never before. So sit back, grab your notes, your notepad, and enjoy this message live from Calvary Christian Center. He
1: said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, watch this, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not how many of his benefits all his benefits who forgives almost all oh that's not what it says who forgives how many all your iniquities and heals all your diseases who redeems your life from destruction who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies who satisfies your mouth with chicken wings hallelujah no that's that's my my version Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Look at verse 3. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, including COVID-19. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you a message along these lines, why 20 is still greater than 19. We are here, and we have just crossed the tipping point July the 1st into the next six months of the rest of this year. And it seems like COVID-19 is getting all the press. But I have come to speak in faith and declare to you that the rest of 2020 is going to be greater than the dialogue of COVID-19. I believe that God is going to do something before the year is out and it's going to be greater than the attack of COVID-19. Do I have anybody here that believes just maybe the rest of 20 is going to be greater than 19? Step up your hands. Father, release anointing and revelation. Have your way in Jesus' name. Talk to us, Holy Ghost, and we'll thank you. If you love the Lord, come on, give him a great praise. Hallelujah. You can be seated. I don't know about you precious but i'm glad that i serve a healing jesus anybody serve a jesus that's a healer in the middle of fear in the middle of problems, in the middle of drama, in the middle of spikes, in the middle of unrest and injustice and everything else, right in the midst of COVID 19, I'm declaring that the rest of the year 2020 is gonna be greater than COVID 19. I'm declaring, come on now, that Jesus 2020 the very present help in the time of trouble is going to be greater than COVID-19. We're gonna find out that Jesus 2020, he reigns, hallelujah. Now remember, early in the year, I taught you about the fact that God operates on a Hebrew calendar. On the Gregorian calendar, on our calendar, we're in the year 2020. But on the Hebrew calendar, God's calendar, we're in the year 5780. We're in the decade of the eights. And if you look at the numeric value, now watch this, go deep with me for just a second. If you look at the numeric value of the name Jesus, see, Hebrew letters are interchangeable with numbers, so every Hebrew letter has a numeric value. And the numeric value for the name of Jesus is 888. And on the Hebrew timeline, we are in the decade of the eights. So I spoke prophetically that we were going to step in 2020. We are stepping into the decade of Jesus. And you can't make a declaration like that and not have the devil contest it you can't make a declaration and declare that this is the decade of Jesus and the enemy not try to sidetrack it but I have come this morning to blow the trumpet in Zion and tell the devil that I have not backed up on my confession of faith that before it's all said and done that we will not be celebrating and we will not be talking about covid 19 but we will be lifting up the name that is high above every name I'm walking into the decade of Jesus If you believe that we are walking into a Jesus season, make a little noise right now. Here's what God showed me as I've been spending time in prayer and fasting. God showed me that hell is fighting at another level. God showed me that not only is hell fighting at another level, we are in no holds barred All-out season of spiritual warfare like we've never been in before this is a spiritual battle that's why we've been praying Wednesday night I called a prayer meeting here and I was shocked amazed overwhelmed thankful at the droves of people that showed up to pray and we will be praying this Tuesday night just the same way because youth are gonna be meeting here this Wednesday so we've shifted our prayer meeting to Tuesday at 7 and I want you to come but we precious have to understand Understand that though we are in the midst of a pandemic and though we are dealing with the coronavirus and it is a physical sickness and we have seen people, close friends of mine have battled for their lives and I've preached in churches where recently dozens of people have passed away from the virus over the last several months. So there, there are undeniable ramifications but the Lord showed me that this is more than a physical attack. This is a spiritual attack attack. The virus has robbed us of so much in the last six months. The virus has robbed us of freedom. We've had to stay home. We've been quarantined. It's robbed us of the ability to send our kids to school, and some of us really need to send our kids to school because it is critical to their survival can I get a witness in the house we we have we have been robbed of opportunities to come to church we were robbed of Easter Sunday which is the biggest most productive Sunday of our year where we win more people to the Lord than any other time many of us have been robbed on vacation because they ain't nowhere to go come on somebody we've been we've had our finances affected for many they've lost peace they've lost more and and who would have dreamed that when we started this mess in March when we cancel church in March we would still be contending with it in July Who would have thought that we would still be fighting this battle? So the Lord began to speak to me, and he said, Son, this is more than a physical fight. This is a spiritual fight. If it was a physical fight, I wouldn't be equipped to win it. But now that I know it's a spiritual fight, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So I've got a feeling, come on now, everything is going to be all right. I researched in this prompted by the Holy Spirit and recorded some of the physical symptoms of COVID-19 and the Lord showed me that, especially with severe cases the Lord showed me that these physical symptoms are exposing a spiritual attack and spiritual warfare that we're encountering right now now the first symptom I want to unfold and unpack today is fever and chills Now, they say when you get this, you experience fever and chills. And to me, fever and chills represent extremes the body aches, the body is uncomfortable, the body trembles, and it has an inability to get warm, and then you're sweating the fever off. And to me, this represents extremes in the body. And satanic strategy now is locked in keeping the church bound up by extremes. Extreme means this. It means to be the farthest away from the balanced point. So when the body is fighting chills and fever, it's out of balance. and the Lord. Spoke to me and he said one of the main strategies in this season that hell is perpetrating against the body of Christ is that he wants the church to lose their balance he wants the church to be out of balance because when you lose your balance you can't stand when you lose your balance you're not stable when you lose your balance in fact you're unstable and in this fight the church cannot afford to be out of balance in this fight that we are in the church cannot afford to be unstable in the unstableness that we're in in this moment we cannot afford to have a church that is unstable but we are living in a time of extremes we are living in a seasons of extremes it seems like there's extreme injustice there's extreme compromise there's extreme self-righteousness there's extreme iniquity there's extreme sin there's extreme anger there's extreme opinions say amen somebody come on if you don't believe there's extreme opinions just look on Facebook there are extreme reactions there are ex- extreme actions and the problem is that this is not occurring just in the world it's in the church and an unbalanced church cannot heal an unbalanced world and during this season of COVID-19 it's like the body of Christ has been dealing with chills and fever we've been dealing with unbalanced and extremes but God can bring balance. To America he can bring balance to the church I'm declaring that we're moving into a season of righteousness and justice we are moving into a season of mercy and truth and so I'm calling forth balance in my nation I'm calling forth balance in the church some of you are listening right now and in recent months your life has gotten out of balance you've been dealing with extreme depression extreme problems extreme attacks but I have come here today to tell Tell you that something is about to shift. Okay, I'm gonna preach this whether you get excited, whether you amen or not, but I feel in my spirit. I don't see it in the natural, but I feel it in my spirit. Something is about to shift in this nation and something is about to shift in your life. Give God a shout if you believe it. Justice fever is broken. There are some things that are about to break. I said there are some things that are about to break there's a season that's about to shift. God is going to, I'm going to talk to you now. God is going to break some attack off of your life. God is going to break some pressure off of your life. That is God is going to break some attack off your life that has called your spiritual and emotional temperature to rise. God is going to regulate things in your life. God's going to cool down what needs to cool down, and God is going to heat up what needs to heat up, and God's going to bring revival. He's going to deal with issues God is gonna deal with cold relationships God is gonna deal with hot issues God is about to turn things around I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that there is balance coming again somebody give God a shout if you believe it tell your neighbor I'm ready for balance so the first thing that I want you to show in these symptoms number one is chills and fever a lack of balance furthest away from the balancing point but number two they say if you have the version of it that affects your breathing you have trouble breathing and we are living in a time when satan has brought such an attack on our nation and on the church that it almost takes your breath away can i get a witness here you watch the news and it's breathtaking Things that you are seeing are so shocking that it takes your breath away. And I don't know about you, but I have gasped over things that I've seen in the first part of 2020. I have have gasped over things that I have witnessed. I have gasped over things that I have seen. And the fight that we are in is no ordinary fight. I stand before you today and I tell you we are not in an ordinary fight. And if we're not careful, we will get caught up in the doom and the gloom of the hour. But I need to let you know, I need to tell you, don't lose heart. Jesus has not fallen asleep at the wheel. Some of y'all are saying, Jesus, take the wheel. I got news for you, baby. Jesus never let go of the wheel. He's always had the will. And the enemy doesn't want me to let you know this, but God has got this. God is still on the throne. God is still in charge. And I'm telling you, much of the church, we've seen so much that we can't hardly breathe. But the church needs to be resuscitated. Much of the church has been oxygen deprived. What do we need then? We need the wind of God. We need the breath of God. We need the spirit of God. We need the pneuma of God. We need God to breathe on his people. The little bit of breathing that the church is doing, so often it's poisonous because we are breathing in the same poison as the world. We are breathing in the doubt. We are breathing in the fear. We are breathing in the anxiety. We are breathing in the anger. We are breathing in the devil's agenda. We breathe in the news and we take in every issue. We breathe. Breathe in CNN. We breathe in Fox. We breathe in MSNBC. Then we read something and we breathe that in. Then we go online and not only do we read it, we share it. Even if it doesn't agree with the things that God has promised us, we will share something that contradicts a faith-filled life, even the Word of God, because the enemy has caused us to breathe in the fear. But I've come to let the devil know that I am rising up and I'm breathing in faith and I'm breathing in. Victory, and I'm breathing in a new season. Does anybody want God to breathe in your life? Make a little noise right now. Tell your neighbor, just breathe. I've said it twice, and I'll say it again. The enemy ain't fighting fair. I said the enemy ain't fighting fair. It's not a fair fight, but it's a fixed fight. The enemy knows that if he can choke the church, He's doing everything he can to choke the church because he knows if he can choke the church, he can kill the nation. Okay, I'm going to come down there, I'm to amen myself. I said, if he can choke the church, he can kill the nation. I'm going to say that one more time. I said, it, the devil knows if he can choke the church, he can kill the nation because the remedy for the ailments of our nation is the gospel of the kingdom. And the medicine that can be administered can only be administered by the church. So the devil wants to choke the church because the devil knows that the moment the church starts breathing, and the moment the church knows who they are, then we'll run COVID-19 out of here. We'll run injustice out of here. We'll run racism out of here. How many of you wanna be that church full of breath and life and power? So there is the extremes of fever, unbalance. Then there is a lack of oxygen. But the lack of oxygen produces the third symptom. The third symptom is confusion. Oh, help me, Lord. See, so much of the church is in a state of confusion. Not only is our nation is it in a state of confusion, but a lot of the church is because we are hearing mixed messages from our so-called spiritual leaders. You got one spiritual leader telling you to do this and another spiritual leader telling you to do that. Come on somebody. You got one guy telling you this and another guy telling you this, and Prophet so and so is telling you this, and Apostle so and so is telling you that, and Bishop Joy Jojo Shabadoo is telling you, y'all don't say nothing to me. You got this pastor saying this and this prophet saying that. Let me tell you what we need. We need some men and women of God that can get under the same spout where the glory and anointing comes out and say, God, give us a word that lines up with what you want to tell the nation, and let us deal with the confusion confusion is two words precious it's con and fusion con means anti it means no con tells us it's the opposite of pro and then fusion come on now fusion means to come together fusion means to join together fusion means to be put together And that brings me to an important statement in reality. We are looking for the president or the governor or the senators or the house of representatives to deal with the confusion in America. We are looking for a political process that will deal with the confusion and heal the land. I've come to let you know that will not occur. We want the Democrats to fix it. We want the Republicans to fix it. We want the Independents to fix it. And God said, I want a healed and powerful and revived church to fix it. What's the opposite of pro? Con. What's the opposite of progress? Congress. Can I get a witness in the house? we think a political answer is gonna make the difference in America no we need a church that will shake off the confusion listen in reality these are confusing times in reality it's hard to grasp all that's going on but in all this confusion don't get confused on this part seasons of attack and testing like we've been in don't mean that God has lost control of his agenda on planet earth I have to believe that when all this is said and done that this house will be packed again that revival is going to sweep the land i need somebody that's hungry to see god move in this nation make a little noise in this room right now come on if you're hungry for your family to be revived for your city to be revived for your church to be revived somebody say confusion see for this thing to shift the church has got to get it together fusion means to come together The church has got to get it together. Now here, here's what I want to tell you, precious. The Lord reigns. The Lord hasn't lost grip or hold of what's going on. You be encouraged. The Lord reigns. The Bible says in Psalms 97.1, the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of ours be glad the Lord reigns it it seems like the church has been so deprived of oxygen that it is it is just confused in this season much of the church is more scared than the world but let's get clear on something the Lord reigns okay I got five of you that believe it I said the Lord reigns I listen if you can't find somebody to talk to on your row if you're at home look at your dog and tell your dog the Lord reigns come on The Lord reigns you need to tell somebody around you the Lord reigns and then the Bible said let the earth rejoice the word rejoice literally means to spin around and leap for joy when was the last time that you just said God you got this Lord I'm gonna praise you They said 11,000 cases on Friday. The Lord reigns. Hallelujah. It seems like things are going crazy, but the Lord reigns. I dare somebody. Your praise is a weapon. Your shout is a weapon. Your shout makes you dangerous. Your hallelujah gives you power. I dare somebody right now who is still convinced that the Lord reigns. Open up your mouth and make a little noise in the house. Y'all, y'all watch this. I'm, I'm going to get off my notes for a minute. But there's power when you praise the Lord. There's power when you open your mouth and you begin to praise the Lord. There's even power in your shout. Tell somebody around you, my shout makes me dangerous. My, my shout makes me dangerous. If you read the Bible, any time the people of God shouted, it brought confusion into the camp of the enemy. Any time the people of God shouted, the enemy turned on each other. Y'all help me. Anytime the people of God shouted, it was like the enemies of Israel turned on each other. Now, I was reading just recently, and I read something that said there is something about the sound of a human shout that shreds the air. And did you know that the devil is called the prince of the power of the air? some of y'all are praying you pray I bind that devil I take authority over him and I send him back down to hell where he's from devil get back in hell I got news for you it's fun to pray that but that's not reality the devil is not in hell and he won't be in hell until after the great tribulation and one angel just one angel not even an archangel not Jesus not the Holy Ghost Just one angel one little itty-bitty angel is gonna throw the devil into the pit so here's what you gotta know the devil is not in hell but he's gonna go there come on you can say go to hell devil and you just ride on it come on somebody the devil is not in hell right now he's in the firmament. The firmament is in the air. There's the first heaven, which is the earth. There's the second heaven, which is the air. There's the third heaven, which is glory. The air is the sky. It's, he, you don't believe, I don't believe you, pastor. Well, study your Bible. In the book of Daniel, the Bible said that the prince of Persia held up Daniel's prayer for 21 days because there is spiritual warfare over this church right now. There's spiritual warfare over Albany, Georgia right now. There's spiritual warfare over your house right now. There's spiritual warfare over right now because the devil is the prince of the power of the air but I read a report that said there is something about the sound of a human shout that shreds the air y'all ain't saying nothing to me see something happens when you begin to shout unto god hell don't want you to know it that's why hell's trying to shut you up and trying to keep you quiet trying to keep you confused but when you open your mouth and you begin to shout unto god with a voice of triumph not like you're shouting at a braves game but you're shouting under the goodness of god and the greatness of god you're shredding hell's kingdom so i need a church right now that will open your mouth and say devil You have got to let my family go. You've got to let my nation go. You've got to let my city go. Come on, shout until the confusion breaks. Be seated. That was free. Not even on my notes. Now, tell your neighbor, say, God's going to help us. Holler at somebody and say, get it together. The confusion is going to break and fusion is going to come. Now watch this, the fourth symptom is fatigue. I can't tell you how many times I have read posts on social media with great and well-known preachers and they start their post with two words, I'm tired. These great men and women of God are starting their post with these words, I'm tired. And we are living in an exhausting season for sure. And the truth is, times like these can make you weary. When COVID-19 started back in March, again, we would have never dreamed we would still be dealing with it. In July. And these things that we've seen have been jarring. We've watched news reports. We've saw injustice. We, we've saw tapes of our cities burning. We've saw recordings of injustice. And the devil is doing everything he can not to just wear down the nation, but to wear down the church. He wants to wear us out, y'all. He wants to make us think we can't do anything about it. And it seems like sin and hell is knocking at the door and tries to cause us to quit. But I have come to make a declaration today. God's promises are greater than the devil's propaganda. I'm going to say that again. I know somebody must be receiving this right now God's promises are greater than the devil's propaganda look at somebody around you I know you can't touch nobody but just look at him and say hey God's promises are greater than the devil's propaganda watch this God can do more in a moment he can do more in a moment more in one move more in one miracle than the devil could do in all eternity so I've come to let the devil know, devil you ain't gonna wear me out because I feel my help coming on I feel From above, I feel like God has given me renewed strength. Hear me now. Galatians says this. Paul told the church, he said, Don't grow weary in well-doing. He said, There'll be opportunities where you're gonna feel tired, where you're gonna feel worn out. But don't grow weary in doing good. For in due season, somebody shout due season. No, I need to hear you. Shout due season. In due season, we shall what? We shall reap if we do not lose heart. Listen, we hadn't had basketball season. Baseball season is out. Come on, y'all. Football season is questionable. All that seems like it's been canceled. But let me tell you, one season is still on. Due season is still on. we still going to have due season. We're still going to have breakthrough. We're still going to see victory. I need somebody that believes Jesus 2020 is going to be greater than COVID-19. Make a little noise in this house right now. COVID-19 is trying to exhaust us. It's trying to wear us out, trying to wear down the body of Christ. But here's what I'm gonna do to the devil. I'm gonna refuse him. The devil is on a short leash and then the God of angel armies it's gonna bring us victory. The devil is on a short leash. Don't you think that God doesn't know what's going on? Hear me in this room, don't wear out. Even though you may be in a season where you felt confused and fatigued, you're about to be resuscitated. John 20, said, and when he said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. How many of you can say, breathe on me, Lord? Breathe on my family. Breathe on my church. Now, next thing, fifth. They say that you lose the ability to taste and smell. To me, precious, that represents perception. In the same way COVID-19 robs a person of their ability to perceive, taste, and smell, the devil is doing everything he can to destroy the church's ability to perceive the greatness of God. And perception is so important. In times like these, the devil wants us so full of fear that we will doubt the faithfulness of God, the power of God, and the goodness of God. I remember when I was younger and there was a retired Baptist preacher who had a little golf shop that I went to and he was telling me that he had had cancer in his esophagus and in his throat area, in his tongue and he said he had to have intense radiation and he said that that radiation robbed him of his ability to be able to taste things. So he said, I sit down and I eat mashed potatoes, and he said, I pretend like it's vanilla ice cream. And I thought to myself, where is the fun in that? I don't want to eat a stick of broccoli and pretend like I'm eating a chicken wing. Come on, somebody. I don't want that. That man lost his ability to perceive the taste of food. The enemy wants you so jaded. The enemy wants you so attacked in this season, so weakened in this season, that you you lose the perception of the goodness of God. But I've come to blow the trumpet in Ormond and tell y'all God is good. Tell your neighbor God is good. Now, Now, check this out. We are living in the decade of the eights. And and the Hebrew word uh the Hebrew letter eight is also a word and it is the word pay and pay means mouth, it means to speak, and it also means to taste. So we are living in, in the eights, the, the 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 decade of speaking <laughs> and the decade of tasting. I love to talk about chicken wings, but I love to taste them even more. Come on, somebody. The Bible says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, blessed. Blessed means happy, favored, and to be envied. Blessed is the man who trusts him. I have come to let every devil know, let every attack know, let every iniquity know, let everything the devil has launched against us know. Every principality has got to know that there is a God who is good, and I'm gonna taste the goodness of the Lord. If that's you, give the Lord a shout right now. You say, well, pastor, people are bad yes sometimes people are bad circumstances are bad yeah sometimes circumstances are bad situations are bad certainly situations are sometimes are bad but God is still good so I want you to make a little noise if you are declaring my faith that 20 is going to be greater than 19 come on Jesus 2020 is going to be greater than COVID-19 If that's you, make a little noise right now. I dare you right now if you believe there's good things coming throughout the rest of this year I know that a lot of there's prophets right now who are prophesying doom and gloom and kaboom but I also know that when God's people start to pray when God's people begin to seek his face that God will turn from us and he will not bring wrath but he will bring revival so listen I am saying by faith God you are bringing revival to the land I am saying by faith God you are awakening your people and here's what I'm gonna to do I'm gonna I tell you right now borrow praise from your future right now why don't you borrow praise from what you believe God is gonna do you've been borrowing pain you've been borrowing fear you've been borrowing anxiety you've been borrowing worry why don't you shut your mouth and say God I'm gonna praise you because I believe that I'm gonna taste and see that the Lord is good shout good up a higher tell your neighbor, he's still good. He's still good. He's still, the hell is mad because God is still good. Now the sixth, I've only got 24 more symptoms to go. No, this is the last one. The sixth symptom is pressure. Pressure in the chest. Is it me or has this been an unusual time of pressure? I have never I've been leading for 36 years, I'm 5 years old, come on y'all, and I have never led with more pressure. I know on a personal level, on a leadership level, I've never faced a time like this. You know we've always had lots of people at Calvary, when you come and most of your church is worshiping online, I have to go look in the mirror and say, hey, it's going better than you think it is. Come on somebody. God has been so good to us. Our finances have stayed up. You folks have amazed me with your faithfulness. But the enemy has applied so much pressure. We're living in a time where life seems more intense than it's ever seemed. We're living in a time when when it's hard. Circumstances are more complicated than they've ever been. It's tougher to lead the church than it's ever been. The pressure has been on 10. And I'm talking to people here in this room. The pressure that you've been under is, is just on 10. Trying to figure it out. Trying to navigate. Navigate it. Do I do this? Do I do that? How much of it is true? How much of it is for me? What should I do? Wear a mask or don't wear a mask? Come on. You, somebody wears a mask and they tell you you're stupid for wearing a mask. And then somebody else sees you and says, why don't you wear a mask? You're killing everybody you're coming in contact with. It's pressure. Everything is pressure. Pressure online. Pressure, pressure, pressure. And Jesus knew that we would see seasons like this. Jesus knew that there would be moments when the pressure would be so great that we wouldn't even know how to handle it. This is why he said in 1 Peter 5, 7, watch this, this is the Amplified Bible. So if it sounds a little bit louder than usual, it's Amplified. Come on somebody. He said, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. Listen, devil, I am not going to walk in this next season carrying anxieties and worries and concerns, and I'm going to cast it on the Lord once and for all our problem is we have a couple good days and we think things are okay and then something goes sideways and we go back and get the anxiety and we go back and get the worry and we go back and get the concerns but I've got news for you the Bible said he cares for you with deepest affections and watches over you carefully here's what I want you to know the God who is able is still on your side I need somebody That don't want to carry it, but you want to cast it, give God a praise right now. The pressure is too much. Now, I'm going to try to land this plane. You know what that means? Don't mean nothing. Hallelujah. The virus is called the coronavirus. In Latin and Spanish, corona means crown. So Satan has attempted to crown coronavirus. COVID-19, as king of 2020. Come on now. But I have come to let the devil know there is only one king. He was king in 2019. He was king in 1972. (laughs) He'll be king in 2021, and he's king right now. Make a little noise for King Jesus. Come on. Now, corona means king. And like I said, the enemy wants to crown COVID-19 as king. And the Lord showed me. I've been teaching you the last few minutes that this attack has been more than physical. It's spiritual. We are dealing with natural and spiritual warfare. But understand this. Even though the coronavirus is trying to be the king sickness and the king virus, there is a word in the Hebrew for king. It is the word Melech, and Melech simply means this. Malak means the one who is able and the one who can. The one who is able and the one who can the one who is able and the one who can. I have come to tell you that Jesus 2020 is going to be greater than COVID-19 because King Jesus is the King, the Melech, who is able and the Malek who can. If you believe that, give the Lord a shout right now. Stand up everybody. Look at your neighbor. If you you, you came with him, if you didn't come with him, don't talk to him because Uh, we're not supposed to do that but if you came with them talk to them look at your neighbor and say hey neighbor you can just stand there if you want to listen if you ain't got nobody to talk to at the house pick up the cat and shake the cat real good and tell tell your cat say hey holler at your neighbor say hey I got news for you King Jesus is greater than King Corona can I get a witness in this house? Jesus, 2020, is going to be greater than COVID-19. I refuse to let the high point of this year be some sick disease. I am declaring King Jesus is going to be lifted up. Now, the Bible said in in Job, you will decree a thing, and it will be established. The Bible says in, in Proverbs, the power of death and life is in the power of the tongue. Roll that into the New Testament. Paul said, you call those things that be not, what? As though they were. So there's power in your confession. Come on, somebody. So the Lord said, I want you to put your confession on it. I want you to begin to declare some things. We have just, mm, we just crossed into the tipping point. there's, There's an aeronautical understanding of the tipping point. A pilot will tell you that when you go to the tipping point, that means you've flown so far that you cannot turn around. And you have just enough to get to your destination. In other words, you've gone too far to go back I dare you to tell somebody around you I've gone too far to go back yeah yeah I've trusted him too much to give up now I, I, he's brought me too far for me to go back now I don't even have the fuel to get back but I got everything I need to get to the destination that he promised me I would go so we're going to make some declarations and you're going to rejoice because we're going to call those things forth Now, now pay remember pay means mouth We're in the decade of the 80s. We're in this speaking, decreeing, declaring decade. So I declare in faith, right, get ready now. I declare that your life is coming into balance. How many of you are ready for your your life to come into balance? I declare you're going to save the drama for your mama. Come on. Your mama said, I don't want the drama. I I said your life is coming into balance. So zip up your hands right now and declare this after me. Say, I declare. Shout it out. You do it at home. Say, I declare in faith that my life Will not be unbalanced throughout the remainder of 2020 but my life will be blessed and balanced somebody give god a shout come on we're getting off of extremes extreme anxiety extreme worry somebody shout it's it's time for balance okay the next thing we're going to deal with It's trouble breathing. So here's what you need to know. Truth will triumph over trouble. Is the Word of God true? Okay, slip up your hands and say, I will triumph over all trouble, over all trouble, over all trouble, over all trouble throughout the remainder of this year. You believe it? You believe it? You believe it? Okay. Third confession, Slip up your hands. Say, the Christ in me, shout it out. Say, the Christ in me is greater than the confusion around me. And I will, I will prevail. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You ready? We're going to deal with fatigue. Where it out? Say this. Say, I will not give up. Holler it out. Say, I will not give up. I will defeat fatigue. With faith and victory shall be mine. Wait a minute. You'll decree a thing and it'll be established. Come on, you'll call those things that be not as though they were. There's power in your confession. I dare you right now to praise God that victory shall be yours. You won't wear out in this season. Ah. You ready? Okay, you're going to get your perception right. Declare this. Say, I remain aware and fully perceptive of the greatness of my God. And I will have confidence in his goodness. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. All right, here we're gonna deal with the pressure. We're gonna deal with the pressure, you ready? Okay, say this after me. Say, I choose praise over pressure. Say, I choose presence over pressure. Say, I choose power over pressure. Say as I praise God, Shout I say as I praise God, as I praise God, He will release the power of King Jesus in my life. King Jesus in 2020 is greater than COVID-19. Hallelujah. 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. You remember in the Bible when Paul and Silas were in the inner prison they were in the stinkiest dirtiest most rotten part of the prison and they were half dead but they began to praise the Lord and the Bible says that while they were praising that an angel came that while they were praising victory was released not before they were praising not after they were praising but while they were praising not before not after the victory came while they were praising. What if your breakthrough is just a praise away? What if your breakthrough is just you opening up your mouth? The devil may think he has you, but you got something in your mouth that God can show up in. I wonder what would shift right now while you praise the Lord. I wonder what would change right now while you praise the Lord. I wonder what demonic stronghold would break right now. I wonder what principalities would flee right now. One, two, three. Praise the Lord, all you people. So here's what I declare. I declare in faith, precious. Come out here and sing that song. Y'all, hurry up out here. I forgot about that. You know that song? I want you to sing. Can you sing it? Show me.
0: Show me one thing he can't do. Say it. Show me a mountain he can't move. He's the God of the breakthrough, and anything is possible. I dare you. Raise your hands. Come on now. Show me. JOHN
1: is coming into balance I declare the extremes that the enemy has tried to pull you into that God is bringing balance and peace into your life slip up your hands I declare the things that have been hot and heavy God's going to cool it down and the things that have been cold and indifferent God's gonna bring balance I declare in faith that you are not going to be triumphed by trouble you're just going to breathe in this next season because God breathes on you. I declare the God that's in you, the Christ that's in you, is going to be greater in, even this week than the confusion around you. I break fatigue off of your life right now. I lift that burden off of you in faith. Come on, step up your hands and say, I receive it. Come on. And I just release strength over you right now. Listen. I break off of you the attack of the enemy that's tried to get you not to be able to perceive the goodness of God. I declare every day this week, God's going to show up in your life and some way remind you that he is good. And finally, I declare every time the devil tries to defeat you with pressure, you will defeat him with praise. If you receive this word, Come on, precious, and give God a shout of praise. Amen.
0: Thank you again for listening to this message. We pray that it inspired you in every single way. For more information about Calvary Christian Center or to give, you can go to calvaryfl.com. And be sure to subscribe and like this podcast. And we will see you next week here on the Calvary FL Podcast.